spanning the Valley of the Sun and all across the 48th state. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy! Happy, happy. Did anybody go to work today because the Super Bowl was yesterday's show? Uh, I don't know. Everybody's here. Everybody I know went to work. Do you know a lot of people that skipped work? Uh, yeah, I had several friends who you took do? the day off. I, I think have, a lot of us have seen some people that, well, I'm not going to lie, they'll go a little rough around no. the edges. <laughs> but remember, East Coast, the game ends late. So yeah. what did it end last night around, what, I don't even remember, 7.30? 7.30, so that okay. would have been 9.30 yeah, on the East Coast? a little late. Okay. And if you're in Philly, man, Philly, those people are, oh, oh they're so upset. I'm surprised they didn't burn down Glendale Did you see night. them march on the, like, downtown? Like, they were going to, like, what are you guys marching for? Um... They probably didn't like the call in the fourth quarter. Oh, the call that you know what uh, that, that should have happened. That was. I mean, we'll talk. We're going to talk about it in a few minutes. Happened. Eagles lose the Super Bowl. Eagles. I don't even like to say the Chiefs win the Super Bowl. It makes me even happier. To, Eagles lose the Super Bowl. That's what makes me happy. I have an extra smile on my face. They will not fly. Eagles fly today. No, they will not. Okay, um, we've got war. And I'm not talking about China. I'm not talking about China. any of that stuff, Ukraine. No, no, no. There's war going on between neighbors here in the valley. Why? You want to hear the most annoying sound in the world? You know what that sound That's is? That's pickleball, baby. It sure is. Now, it doesn't really sound like that. That, <laughs> <No>. was, <laughs> that seemed in unison. I love it. Uh, I played yesterday morning in our backyard. You don't have a court, though. Yeah, we do. We've, I mean, we, we have. You have a makeshift court. But it's we've measured it out. It's a court. Now. Okay, okay. Yeah. But it's not. Is it making that noise? Are no. you hearing that noise? Yeah. Okay. Here's what's happening in the valley. Uh, people are playing pickleball, and some of them have, you know, like you know, if you have a, uh, I don't know a whole lot of people who have a tennis court, but they're taking their tennis court and they're making a pickleball court. Uh, if like they, HOAs and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So here's the deal: we've got neighbors that are hearing that noise from their backyard. The noise of the ball against the paddle, and it goes back and forth and back and forth, and it's happening in backyards, and people are going crazy because this sport has blown up. Doesn't Larry Fitzgerald have a pickleball team? He does. With, yeah. Is it with LeBron James? Booker, right? all, yeah, like a lot of these guys have invested into. It's the fastest growing sport in America. Okay, but now everybody can't enjoy their backyard because their neighbors are playing pickleball. It's like pretty easy to pick up. Yeah, you're pretty competitive. Everybody can play. Tyler Minton and his wife Clarissa are new to pickleball. I always say it's like a giant, like a life-size ping pong. I'm not getting anything. What is she saying? I don't understand it's what life, she's it's, saying. It's like pickleball is like playing life-size ping pong. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Definitely easier than tennis. We met them as they played at Phoenix's Encanto Park. Over the last couple of years, the city has tried to meet the growing demand for pickleball. They've converted tennis courts at two parks. Another is in the works. Scottsdale says it's also changed over courts at three parks. But in private communities, those changes are more complicated. Yeah, and now you've got residents who are saying, uh, I want to know, I can't even open my windows. It has completely changed my life. <laughs> oh, my goodness. It has destroyed my life. Oh, my gosh. Uh, very distracting. Uh, the the high-pitched sounds. Okay, now that that sound is annoying. Now I'm getting annoyed by that. Get over it. I'm not getting over it. <laughs> I don't know what the scream is. Debbie Nagel and her partner, Michael Kuklinka, sharing these recordings from their backyard. I no longer can enjoy my backyard or open my windows. The nor- Gotta move. 
<laughs> got to move. That's what's happening. By the way, uh, can I just say? Yes. Here's the thing. How many times have you driven by tennis courts and there's 20 of them and nobody's on it? Now there's people playing pickleball and everybody's <laughs> upset that people are playing pickleball. <laughs> it's a noise. Right? It, well, and the thing is, if you were to have people playing noise, here's the reason why they don't up, aren't upset about tennis. Because nobody's playing tennis. No. If people were playing tennis, you would hear the... And then people go, ugh, ugh, Yeah, there's ugh. a lot more moaning in tennis, A lot of groaning in that. A lot of groaning. The North Scottsdale homeowners tell us their HOA, the Stonegate Community Association, didn't consult them when they converted a nearby tennis court into two pickleball courts. All right. So it's one of those things where I like my house. I like enjoying the backyard. It's mid-February. The weather's starting to get good. And every time I go out in the backyard, all I'm hearing is the high-pitched sound of the pickleball hitting the the thing. I didn't notice it was that loud. When you play it, is it that loud? Yeah, it is. My wife and I were talking about yesterday. I'm like, what if the neighbors are annoyed by Because we're, we're, we're out there, and we're, we hit the ball. We played for like 40 minutes or so. Okay. And I was like, I wonder if it's... If it's that annoying. And then I thought to myself, this is why I live in the Valley of the Dirt People, because I don't care, because I don't have an HOA to worry about. No, you don't have a lot of houses that are right next, right to, yours. next to each other. Right. But that's why you, you can hear, you know, basically, because we've, we've got our concrete walls, we've got everything, we've got our, our court set up and lined out. You can hear it definitely kind of echo out there. Hmm. Lance Willis with S&W Acoustics and Noise Control sees it all the time. Okay, that noise, that's going through me now. Yeah, but here's the thing. It doesn't sound like that all the time. You think there's a microphone right next to that? Well, not only that, but they're also playing it. So part of the fun is the sound. They're also playing like 12 of them at once. <laughs> all right, all right, fair point. He's called in to do noise mitigation studies. Noise mitigation studies. Oh, my favorite guy is noise mitigation guy. Mm. Noise mitigation guy. It's, it's intrusive. It has a high onset rate, mm. which is similar to other impact type sounds. He's very Whispering. People complain about is the popping sound of the paddle when the ball hits the paddle. That's like the fastest pickleball game of all time. That's the, the like that was like eight pickleball hits, and that's yeah. But see, that's just that's, that's not it. happening, right? Uh, so what? And here's the other, it, when the pros play it, it can sound you know right. You're talking about a bunch of elderly people and some other people aren't super fit playing a game. And These are normal people, it, right? It doesn't quite sound like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's weird, man, because I never noticed that it was loud like that. Because I played pickleball a few times, and it's really fun. The way I always say, it's like it's like you're standing on a ping pong it's like table. It's, it's like so a giant cool. ping pong. All right, now they, you know what they got to do. They gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have like a noise canceling uh, ball, or or you gotta, you gotta put the uh, pads on the paddle. It's never gonna happen. Why not? Because part of the fun is the noise. It's just like part like years ago. Do you guys noise? remember Monica Sellis, the great tennis player, who got stabbed? That was horrible. Oh yeah, yeah. Monica, everybody was annoyed with Monica because she would make the grunting noise, right. and it was like, oh, other players would complain. Now, when you watch tennis, everybody grunts. It's part of the thing. Yeah. Um, if my neighbor did that, I'd build a wall because I think walls solve everything. To be honest with you, yeah. I think I, you immigration, know. <laughs> pickleball noise. Apparently, I'm not keeping the, aliens out. I'm not the only one that thinks that. Stonegate confirms it called in a noise expert recently. They recommended building two 12 foot walls at a cost of hundred and forty thousand dollars. All right, I'm not building a wall. That is not what I'm going to do. A hundred and forty thousand dollars to build a wall. Trump didn't even get $140,000 to build his damn wall. No. Neighbors voted it down. I think the HOAs are trying to make everybody happy. The last resort is suing. Okay, so here's the next question. 
Um, if uh, put it this way, I live in an area that is an HOA. Yeah. I like HOAs be, for for and I, for the reasons that you hate, but. If there was room in my backyard and I wanted to build a pickleball court, which there isn't, I don't think I could just build it. I think you've got to go through the HOA on that. So if you live in an HOA, I'm just wondering, would they absolutely say you are not allowed to build that because of because of the noise? I don't know the answer to that. I wonder if HOAs are like, yeah, we're not doing that No, But see, what they will do is turn their local park where the stuff is into it. So if you you live next to the park, then it's one of those things where. Mm, it is loud. Yeah. Gosh. But I when you played it's that first one with the ladies, like, this is what we recorded. I heard people screaming was louder than the ball because <laughs> right. some old guy blew out his hamstring. The court's on the west side. You go by there and they'll have their Bluetooth speaker bumping Dre or, or we were doing that yesterday. Or, or something. The my, noise is louder from the Bluetooth speaker. My than the wife court. was, she was, we're rocking out. We're playing pickleball. Charlie's dancing around. The dogs are outside. You know, it's like we're having fun, but I could see how that could be a bit annoying if there's, if you live right next to a place where there's 20 courts now. Yeah. Oh, I can see that for sure. But again, you know, yeah, you close it down at, well, you can't really even close it down at six. No. It's one of those things. Yeah. I mean, and the elder, you know, like the, the, the older people in some of these places, they're, they're upset, but they're also out playing more. But you also have tennis courts, like I say, that you just sit there and nobody ever uses them. I think the tennis courts, it's much more quiet. The yeah. ball is quiet. The racket is a because little quieter. Because nobody's there. <laughs> okay, that, that could be it, too. <laughs> you know, okay, there's nobody there. That's why it's quiet. You know when I, last time I was on a tennis court? I was roller hockey with my kid. <laughs> nobody else was there. <laughs> All right. Uh, pickleball. Neighbors hate each other because of the sound. Great. Coming up next, the most memorable moment of the Super Bowl. We'll tell you what it is. Coming up next. The Gatos Big Q Poll Question, brought to you by your Valley Toyota dealers. All right, KTAR.com, the Gatos Big Q Poll Question. I joined Mike Broomhead at 8.50. I debut the Q. Uh, and then around this time in the afternoon, I update it. So let's get uh, let's get the cue right side of the page. What was the most memorable thing at Super Bowl 57? I got four things. I didn't, uh, certainly I did, couldn't name them all. Uh, Rihanna's performance on a floating stage. I got to tell you, I thought that was awesome. Uh, and you know what was funny about that? I was like, they better have strapped her in because I couldn't tell at the beginning yeah. if they had strapped her in. And they did. Yeah, they and did. they did. Because also later in the performance, man, that thing was moving up there. It was windy and it was starting to teeter. There was and a I couple go, times when they came in close to her and you could see that when they pulled back. That thing wow. was woo. All right, memorable uh, thing at the Super Bowl. Rihanna, uh, let's see. B, the ref's defensive holding call in the fourth quarter. You like that call. Did you not like that call, or did you? I don't know what you thought. I thought it was the right call. And by the way, Bradbury, the guy was on, he goes, oh, I totally did it. I thought yeah. I'd get away with it. I didn't. There's uh, there's an angle they didn't show on TV. Yeah, where his right hand. His right hand. And he said, I did it because yeah. I didn't think. He goes, I thought I'd get away with it. His right hand grabbed the jersey. Yeah. And you could see the jersey being grabbed. But they didn't show that on TV. Yeah. At least I didn't see no, it. No, no. I, I didn't see no. it. No. And I think Olsen said, you guys can probably see from here. Because normally what it is. It right, looked like the left hand. The left hand's pull. You, you like turn a guy. Because if that was it, I'd be like that was garbage yeah that was garbage I, again i wouldn't have called that but again but here's the thing why wouldn't you have called it uh late in the game i don't think it stopped his momentum it, it yeah i it didn't does. think it did oh it totally did. But it wasn't overlease it didn't it didn't it didn't look like to me that that he really blocked him from continuing to run well he, he didn't still continue to move forward but he couldn't right. do it at top speed 
You've took his momentum maybe, maybe, a, maybe and, a little. And yeah. Remember when you're throwing the ball, it's all about timing, right? right. When you've thrown off the entire time. Well, I just didn't think it was that big a deal. I would have let it go. Anyway, that's not the reason the Eagles lost, by the way. No, it's not. The reason the Eagles lost is because they let three touchdowns happen in the fourth. Two, three touchdowns. They, I remember, it was a two or three. They didn't stop them one time in the second half. I think it went touchdown, touchdown, field. touchdown, field goal yeah. for Kansas City. That's why the Eagles lost. The anyway, defense wasn't as vaunted as we thought. No. But again, you're going up against Mahomes. Uh, memorable stuff. Let's see what else they got. Uh, amazing plays by two quarterbacks on two, uh, uh, on two different teams. Those are the two... Really, I mean, you can't say that the two. Put it this way: Mahomes is the best quarterback in football. Arguably, you know, you could go Burrow is number two. You could go uh, 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 yesterday's quarterback was 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 incredible. Well, you got you got Allen. You got a, all these guys. Incredible. Hertz was incredible. Yeah. You got you got there's the, trust me, the league is in good hands. Yeah, there are a lot of really good quarterbacks. I'm not sure if we have one. We're still waiting. I'm hopeful, but I don't know. Uh, and then the last one for most memorable thing at the Super Bowl: the grass. It looked like a slip and slide out oh, there. They kept going in, right? Like they, they started at a quarter inch, they went to half inch, and at one time they were three quarter inch studs because nobody could keep they their They changed their shoes. Yeah. Okay, so we talked. Remember we goofed about the, the grass because I didn't know that the NFL grew the grass for a year. And, and this was new, like a grass, right? Like, like a new kind of grass. And you remember when we were talking about it? Uh, it's, I guess, a local Arizona company, it's their grass. And the NFL, they're in charge of it, right? But I said this last week. I said, and I don't know if you remember this, but I said, you know what? Nobody's played on that turf. Shouldn't somebody be playing on that turf before the actual game? Well, they should have people running routes and doing things. I saw the kicker, too. Remember when he slipped? They showed him like he ate it. Oh, he slipped big. And I was, you know, I mean. You can't have that during the Super Bowl. No. Normally what they do is they lay it down in such a time that it has time to settle. Right. Some people could work and run on it. But this every time they do this, every year we're talking about the same thing. Everybody's slipping on the field. What was wrong with the Cardinals field? Uh, Cardinals play. Well, I understand that. Well, I think a... they wanted new, fresh grass. Okay, but how could've... did that work out? Well, it didn't. No, well, it I mean, didn't you know, work it wasn't out. Awful, but you know, dude, it was awful. Well, no, it, was, they, it, it was, was bad. It was it was bad that at times. Was bad man. I they mean, were slipping in the first half, but right. it was uh, you know you could you should have prepared better. It didn't look like it settled. It looked like everybody was on ice skates the first quarter. You so. can't have that in the Super Bowl. No, you can't have that in the Super Bowl. Also, not the reason why they lost, by the way. No, but it. it but the grass didn't help. No, it didn't help anybody. No. All right. Uh, let's see. What's the number one answer? Let's see. It's got to be the quarterbacks. Uh, amazing plays uh, by two amazing quarterbacks, 43%. Yeah, they, they, those two quarterbacks, it's as good as they get. It really is. Not only can they throw, but they can run. Um, Hertz had three rushing touchdowns. Mahomes had that big 20-yard gain at the end with a bum ankle. Uh, that I'll tell you what, Rihanna great. being at Rihanna... Having the half an hour for his ankle to feel better and they can get a shot in there so he could I tell you what, that's a helper. It sure was. And 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 Hertz fumbling the football just, changed everything. Because I think if it. he scores, if they mm-hmm. go down and score, I think it's a totally different game when it's twenty one seven. But he fumbled. He did. He just dropped it. Nobody yeah. yeah, and it's a and it's too bad because you know what? You can make an argument that the MVP of the game was Hertz. Yeah, absolutely. That guy was amazing. I know I know Mahomes was amazing. I get it. But it was pretty close if you look at both of them. It was a heck of, of a game. Yeah. It was a great game. All right, coming up next, we're going to hold up the headlines. Becky Lynn's going to read the news. You and I, we're going to interrupt, react to the day's top stories, and be snarky. Arizona's news station. News station. 
KTAR on air, 92.3 FM, online at KTAR.com and streaming live on the KTAR News app. Your breaking news and traffic now. All right, it is 3.30. You know what that means. Time for us to hold up the headlines. Did I just interrupt you? No, I just kind of thought I was just sitting here patiently waiting for I'm you sorry. to, you to know do what? your part. Great but... things sometimes need a little patience. Here's mm-hmm. Becky Lynn. This could be the busiest day in history for Sky Harbor, with roughly 180,000 travelers expected to fly in and out of Phoenix. If you are heading out, check in at the ticket counter three hours ahead of takeoff, they say, <laughs> and be in line at the checkpoint two hours before departure. One Chiefs fan checked in this morning at 3 a.m. He didn't sleep, but he did have an adrenaline rush after last night's Chiefs win. We just left the after party. <laughs> no sleep to, no, no sleep till we get to where we're going. We're heading back to Fresno. About 1,500 flights will be in and out of Sky Harbor, 300 more than the usual schedule. Yeah, that guy's going to be puking in the bathroom. Holding up the headlines. Becky Lynn reads the news while Gatos and Chad interrupt and react to the day's top stories. Kind of said it the beginning of the show, uh, you know, I'm glad everybody had a good time here for the Open uh, in the Super Bowl. Now, get out. Get out of here. Time to leave. Go back to Kansas City. Go back to Philly. He's going to Fresno. Go back to Fresno. Uh, so many visitors here. My goodness. I'm glad the whole city didn't burn down after the Eagles lost the Super Bowl. Uh, but I think it's time for everybody to go home. It's time for us to to ease back in and be able to go to a restaurant and have to wait in line for 40 minutes to three hours to something like that. Uh, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm ready to get things back to normal. I yeah. think everyone's exhausted. Yeah. It, yeah. Was, it's, it, was, it was a big week, and <laughs> it now was. it's time for it to not be a big week. Yeah. We're holding up the headlines. After seeing her beloved Philadelphia Eagles lose to the Kansas City Chiefs in Glendale, First Lady Jill Biden headed to the East Valley today, stopped by Mesa Community College to highlight the Mesa College Promise. That is a program that provides eligible Mesa High School graduates with two free years at MCC. Across the country, we're seeing programs like just like this one, bridging the gap between what students learn and the careers that they will eventually find. She hopes others will learn from Mesa and implement similar programs to help students get ready for careers in growing sectors like manufacturing, infrastructure, and clean energy. I didn't know she was a beloved Eagles fan. Delaware. Well, I get it, but I, man, I never heard that. I think Delaware that, doesn't have too many pro that's a bandwagon teams. thing, don't you think? Well, uh, yeah, that's a bandwagon. You know, they, they don't have a lot of pro teams in Delaware because no. it's Delaware. No, and you know, I, I, I know that she was here for a short period of time. Uh, we've had a lot of people from the, you know, Biden was here. Now Joe Biden was here. We had uh, Kamala Harris here. We had who's that worthless guy who does My nothing orcas. on the? He was here. So they keep coming here, but I really don't know what they do. Well, she was here to go, look, free community, 13th and 14th grade for free. No. All right. We're holding up the headlines. Hold on. Hold Technical them up. difficulty. Hold oh, them see, up. See, it was us early. <laughs> KTAR News. Eyes on education. This is what happens the day after the Super Bowl. Everyone's slow. Including in- our computers. Including the computers. <laughs> Several months into the expansion of school vouchers in Arizona, Governor Hobbs remains focused on stripping the program to limited use. The Empowerment Scholarship Account Program allows students to use public school funds to attend private schools. Governor Katie Hobbs tells Fox News when you look at the big picture, this program could hurt Arizona. Regardless of your philosophy on whether taxpayer dollars should go to public or 
private schools. This is going to bankrupt our state. And she says the ESA program does not benefit the low-income students who need it most because the gap for tuition is still too high. Bowen Overstoll's KTAR News. Now, supporters of the program refute the concern that the vouchers will bankrupt the state. She's supposed to say that because she's a big, uh, you know, she's she's a big proponent of public schools. And these are the things that you're supposed to say. Look, I'm a big fan of school choice. Uh, is it being used the way it could be? We can argue that all day long. Is it going to bankrupt the state? I mean, how many times have we heard something's going to bankrupt something and it never does? Uh, but I'm a huge proponent of school choice, especially if you're in an area where your school's not very good. And whether you're going to go to a charter school or you just want to take your dollar bills and go to another public school that's good uh, compared to where you are, I'm a big fan of that. I already thought parents had uh, a choice. If you're not happy with your kid's public school, you can go to another public school. And then those tax dollars follow your child. So I already thought that was school choice. Pretty sure that's school choice. We're holding up the headlines. Homelessness continues to be a big issue here in the Valley. The region has joined a national effort to find some solutions. And KTAR's Colton Krolak joins us now live to tell us more. With thousands of people sleeping on Valley streets every night, the region has committed to rehoming as many as possible. Katie Gentry with the Maricopa Association of Government says her organization joined House America, a nationwide initiative to do just that. Locally, we set the goal of rehousing 1,225 people and adding 300 housing units to the pipeline, and we actually exceeded both of those goals. She explains this exceeded the regional's goals for September 2021 through December of last year. Colton Krolak, KTAR News. You know what? There is... Here's the thing, unfortunately, and we're seeing across the country, there's tons of money that are being poured into homelessness, no matter how much we pour into it, it seems to be getting worse. So, as usual, rather than maybe pour some more money into it, how about instead of pouring money to it, we, we ask for some accountability on some of these things and try to get to the root cause of some of it is people are, are priced out, some of it is mental health, mm. and dr- that we need to start figuring out because it's going to get much worse. They're pouring tons of money into New York and Chicago and California, and all they're seeing is an explosion. It keeps getting bigger. I don't. I mean, building more shelters is that is that the answer? Because there are a lot of shelters right now. But you know, the other thing is, I think the reason there are more you know people in the street, it is affordable housing. I think that's that's what pushed this kind of over. There's a lot of different types of reasons that people are on the streets, but one has become affordable housing, and I don't know how to fix that. Do you? No, no, and I think a lot Build of it is mental apart. illness. Drug. I mean, we can yeah, look at it. it. There's You're a right. ton of different places right. and, and things that are going on, but it, there's this is not an easy switch. But pouring more money into something and seeing it get worse doesn't mean pour more money into it. Maybe we need to ask questions about accountability and where some but, of this is going. But you could also say if there was less money put into it, it'd be an even bigger problem. How would we know? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, see, we don't. All right, that's it for holding up the headlines. Uh, Becky Lynn reads the news. We interrupt, react to the day's top stories. It's all brought to you by Carol Royce, your home sold guaranteed realties, higherprice.com. All right, when we come back, are you more apt to maybe go to a restaurant that doesn't allow children? Next. Watch out now. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. That's right. By the way, we've got an amazing podcast. It's almost award-winning if they gave out awards for a mildly entertaining podcast. It's called the Get Us Chat Show Podcast. Get it now. Your iPhone, your Android. Brought to you by Carol Royce, your home sold guarantee realty. Get a higher price selling your home. Get guaranteed offers. Go to higherprice.com. Higherprice.com. 
So, Gatos, you're from you're familiar with New Jersey. I've heard you always talk about the mean streets that you grew up on there in New York, New Jersey area. The mean streets of the New York, New Jersey area. Have you ever heard of Nettie's? I have not. Nettie's is the house of spaghetti in Tinton Falls, New Jersey. Uh, they have banned children under the age of 10. They said, you are not allowed to eat here. We we have a, we, we tell you this now, not to make you upset, yeah. but the noise, the cleanup, the, the, no, there's no area for high chairs. It's, just, it's become too much. And Nettie's has said, keep your kids at home. I have not heard of this. Yes. Okay. Here's the one question. Okay. So our kids are in their 20s. They're grown up. You, uh, my friend, have uh, several different children of different ages. Yes. I want to ask you a question about that. Don't you know where to take your kids and where not to take your kids when 100%. you go to a restaurant? So I don't know this restaurant that you're talking about. I just wonder if it is one of those, is it an upscale romantic type of place where, you know, you don't, you wouldn't take a, a kid. It's Nettie's House of Spaghetti. Okay. So, if you're, I don't so know. if you're 10 years old, okay. you can go there. If uh, you're well, under 10, you yeah. can't. Like, sorry, I can't take you in. I'm looking at Nettie's okay, right now. Okay, good. It's what I say. It's a it's a house of spaghetti, man. You're gonna get whipped butterfly ricotta. Give me some prices because we can tell nine right bucks for okay. that. Give me an entree. What is an entree? Okay, cost? here you go. Let's see. Okay, well, let's see. Let's hear. We want. Uh, uh, okay, fresh pasta. Uh, oh, here we go. Meat and fish, meatballs, eighteen bucks. House of sweet Italian otter, sweet Italian sausage, twenty five. Okay. Prime flat iron, thirty five. Okay. Tuna cutlet, forty. Oh, so it's not. It's a little bit more upscale. It's a little bit more upscale. Yeah. Right, right. You know, like spaghetti meat sauce is going to cost you twenty seven. Twenty seven. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't know what it looks like and all that kind of stuff. Have you ever taken, like, Charlie is four and a half. Have you, have you walked into a restaurant and said, oh, she's going to crush this place. we got to leave. Let's go somewhere that's a little no, bit more. No, because I know where to casual. take her. Okay. I know where to take okay. her. Okay, all right. My grandfather was very big on kids should be seen and never heard. I remember <laughs> we went to a, uh, my sister was probably four at the time because we went to the, uh, uh, the 84 Olympics, actually. So we went to the Olympics, went to a soccer game, and he took us to a shishi restaurant afterwards, which I was really thrilled about as a, you know, as a 13-year-old or whatever. I was like, I want to go. So we go to this thing, and my sister made a noise, and she hit her fork, and it went in the air. My We were there three minutes. My grandfather took her to the car, oh. gave them the credit card, and we didn't see him until we were done. And they sat in there. Wow. And that's the kind of, like, kids should never be heard from. Hmm. Seen now as he got older, it's a little different. But do I understand it? Yeah, I, I, I understand why some people wouldn't want. If I'm spending a hundred bucks on dinner, do I really want screaming kids? No, I have the I have the decency to take my kid out or not bring my kid to a place if they're in that mood. So, like for our anniversary, uh, my wife and I, ten years, we went to a steakhouse in Scottsdale. Yeah, so there weren't any kids there. I wouldn't expect to have a five year old sitting there that's going to order a filet mignon. Yeah, you know what I mean. But then, you know, a couple of weeks ago, we went somewhere else. We went to some place that was, you know, very, you know, very casual. Then there are kids there. Listen, I don't mind kids. I don't, I don't, I don't get upset about that stuff. The only thing that I do get upset about is if a kid starts throwing stuff and the parents don't do anything. That's the big thing. That's the big thing. That's the parents. Yeah, right? it's the parents who, you know, there's some parents. It happens on a plane. They let their kids run around. They let their kids jump on the seat. They let their kids go and look over you and so, so it really does come down to, you know, what type of a restaurant is it and, and, and the parents. 
needs no shirt, no shoes, no service. Well, now a popular restaurant in New Jersey is asking customers to come fully clothed, but without their kids. News Force Jackie Beckford is in Tinton Falls with more on this new child dining ban and the furious debate it's already sparking. Italian restaurants are known for family-style dining, but at Nettie's House of Spaghetti, some family members are simply not welcome. Nettie's House of Spaghetti in hot water tonight with some of its customers after this post to its social media pages announcing children under 10 will no longer be permitted to dine at the Tinton Falls restaurant. So, you know, what part of town are they in, too? Because if you're if you're in a town that's, you know, maybe just it's the suburbs or something like that, and it's a place where a lot of families are, you're not going to get that, as much see, people coming in. That's the other thing. If you if you look around and you're a vast majority of your uh, uh, people that are coming there yeah. are families. Then you've got to uh, change your rules. You've got to figure out how this works for you, right? Yes. You know, but if if your goal is, you know, look, and, and again, it's weird because it's not kids under 15. It's kids under 10. Under 10. You know. Yeah. And I think a lot of what it is, is babies. Kids who may be screened, toddlers, those kind of things, I think, drive a lot of people crazy. Like you said, if you're, par- if you're a parent and you're not watching your kid, your kid's screaming and yelling. It's dri- I, it drives me crazy. I know. If Charlie got that way, I'm taking her out. Yeah. Yeah. You know? One commenter writing, that is really sad to hear. Oh, that's so harsh. Oh, no. I'll While another wrote, again. support you 100%. Yeah, listen, if you don't have little kids, you're you're fine with this. If yeah. you have little kids, you're like, well, that's one place we really like to go, and that's now too bad. I can't go there anymore. Yeah. Well, And what are you going to do? You're going to card the kid at the door? Well, you look 11. <laughs> hey, remember if they ask you, you were, you, born in the, right? you were born in 2010. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> hey, listen, I know you're eight, uh, you, but you we're going to lie about your age and say you're Tell 10 and you're a half. Dead. And, how, you know, uh, again, they haven't really said how they're going to enforce it because it's not one of those things that's new. And they'll see how it goes. I don't think they're going to enforce it. I think they're just. Well, I mean, if you get somebody that comes and, they, and they've got little kids, you can have the hostess those come go and say, um, I'm sorry, but no children are allowed. You have to leave them outside and then you can come in and die. Which parents <laughs> might outside. like. You're going to have to leave them outdoors. It's going to be good for them. All right. Uh, restaurants banning kids. Fantastic. Come up, coming up next. Uh, our takeaways from Super Bowl uh, 57. Uh, Chad had a an odd moment when a certain incident happened on television. And his 12-year-old stepdaughter said, Daddy, what's that? <laughs> Talk about it next. Gatos and Chad Show.